I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. To the one on the flamboyant tip, I'll just toss that ham in the frying pan like spam. Get done when I come and slam. Damn, I feel like the son of Sam. Don't make me wreck shit. Hectic. Next, get the chair. Get me going like General Electric. And the lights are blinking. I'm thinking it's all over when I get out drinking. Oh, making my mind slow. That's why I don't fuck with the big four. Oh. Oh. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Blackout Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are insane in the membrane for two of our favorite motherfuckers in the world, man. Yes. Been way too long. Way too long. Uh, I, just, I apologize. Yeah, uh, we've been grinding and they've been grinding. I know, man. Motherfuckers is just going premium all over these places. I know. They pumping out shows left and right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got underlings and henchmen that work for them now. <laughs> um, you know, things are different out here on these podcast streets, man. But we had to go and get... Uh, one of our favorite couples in the world, uh, mm-hmm. Clove and Shirley from the Chonilla.com podcast. What's up, y'all? What's going What's on, everybody? Up? Bonjour. Hello. Como esta? Yay. <laughs> Me bien. Gracias. Y tú? Nice. <laughs> sure. Si. Che. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dondez Biblioteca? No? Okay. <laughs> what about the library? Well, how do we get library in here? That's what I know. I just go for what I know. Um, <laughs> So, uh, first of all, man, what have you guys been up to? It's been a long time since we had you guys on the show. Um, but you know, I always see you guys making moves. I always see you guys on Spreecast. Uh, what's going on in your life? Oh gosh. What's mm-hmm. not going on? Oh my God. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's unquantifiable how much work we're putting in. Yes. It's crazy. I think Spreecast, I'm, I'm still going to check with them. If we've been the longest running. Oh yeah, we last had, night. Yeah, we had enough. <laughs> we did like six hours. Recast <laughs> <laughs> bananas. I'm like, you know, we should. Recast should give us an award for this. A badge, something. <laughs> a six hour recast. Who was the guest, and what were y'all talking about? I don't think did we have it. No, we didn't no. have a guest. No, it was just me and you. Yeah, and then Ashy came in the last forty five minutes to an hour or yeah, something. Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, quite the experience. That's, <laughs> that's love, man. When you can sit and talk to your wife for six hours uh, on spreecast on camera, man, like uh, takes a lot. A lot of people don't talk to each other six hours in a week. Ain't that the truth? But mm. but that's what happens. We're working mm-hmm. so much. I'm working full time. Shirley's at home with the kids. And we don't get to spend that much time with each other. And then, you know, that the only real time that we get to sit down and talk is when we're behind the mics. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Then mm. you get on the mics and you're like, so you heard about Chris Brown? And everybody gets to hear that, you know? These <laughs> 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 like, are fresh thoughts about what the fuck's going on with Jay-Z. Like, so... <laughs> Um, so also, um, Shirley, I heard you talk about your gain in health, um, like premium show that you have there. Um, how is, first of all, how is the, the premium experience like crafting, you know, this website behind the scenes to get it so that people can sign up and, and listen to your shows and, and, and all that stuff. Clove, explain. Cause, cause we feel like there's still some kinks that have to be worked out but i think we got it now i think it's down path yeah i think we're good the the website we feel pretty uh it's pretty solid right now but mm-hmm. uh man we had some a huge speed bump man with the feed it lasted like a month or something like that man no, the we're, feed lasted a week it was no it's longer than a week come on they had like a week okay i'll go with a week <laughs> you talking about the last feed issue 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was about a week. Okay. And then during the summer when we were looking into changing the website, we lost everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. But uh, in close defense, it feels like a month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, anytime, cause like anytime something goes wrong with our site or a feature or any, like anything happens, um, like one time, um, our host went down because mm-hmm. they like fucked something up when we updated WordPress. So they were like, oh, uh, it's reading this version and you need to go into, uh, the, your header and you need to change it to this version. I was like, I don't know how to do any of this shit. It was working five minutes ago. And now I did, it's not. I did the thing you told me to do and now it does not work. You need to fix it, you know? And in the meantime, I'm just like, I hope nobody tried to listen to anything on the site right now. I hope no one's having an issue. I hope no one's, and then, you know, inevitably you get like an email or uh, a tweet or something like, Hey man, something going on with the site. And you're like, Oh my God, something's going on with the site. And it feels like 17 <laughs> years, but it was like two, like maybe 20 minutes that the site was down, but I was freaking the fuck out. So I can imagine if our feed went down for a week, Oh. Um, I would probably lose my shit. Yeah. That's all you think about. That's all that's on your mind. I was obsessed. I was obsessed for six days. You yeah. Know? And I'm, and I'm at work trying to put a full day's work in and I can't even concentrate at work because the feed's down. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm pinging Shirley on Facebook. Like, is it up yet? What's going on? <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get to it at work and it's not working. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh man. And, Ooh. and it was the worst too because we got someone that's like you know a pretty public figure guy in canada mm-hmm. you know we had wab canoe and right. that was a big deal for us you know um so not to have his show up as soon as possible oh my god <laughs> yeah and yeah. then like um with i know with karen being at work and stuff and me focusing on the site and like getting guests all this stuff all the time it like uh, can't, like it's, and it's inevitable because it would happen if it was the other way around too. But it's like, um, oh man, what's going on? Oh, something's going on with the site. I'm working on it. Did you email the Dreamhost people? Of course <laughs> I emailed the Dreamhost people. That's the first <laughs> fucking thing I did. Like, uh, well, what, well, did you, uh, did you try like, you know, just reloading and what I'm you did earlier? Of course, of course I tried reloading. And now I'm getting passive aggressively mad at her. For just walking through the steps that I already did, which she should walk through, you know, like maybe she's right. Maybe she will say, like, did you log out and log back in? I'm like, fuck, I didn't log yeah. out and log back in. It, it, it might be right, but I can't help it. Like it, I'm stressed out so bad that I'm letting the world down. Uh, I can't, that, tell you, that, can't tell you how much <laughs> weed I smoked because I needed to calm my nerves. It was getting crazy. <laughs> That's what oh, I need. God. But, but to ans- answer your question back to like the, our whole premium. So how, the way it works now that we've figured it all out, uh, when you go to the site and you click on premium access, um, it all, it's all explained there that you have, uh, you have three choices. So you have, uh, daily access for two bucks, which mm. is not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 24 hour access for two dollars. You get, uh, a week's access for six bucks mm-hmm. and then ten dollar access where you get the whole network for a month. Um, so and if you get the, the 24 hour access or the seven day, uh, access, then you can stack your cheese with that. You could stack mm. your cheese and it's much more Chonilla focused than network focused type mm-hmm. of show. So it's anything, the, 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 the daily and the weekly is more anything that Clove and I produce. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the network is much more like what we produce and whoever else is on the network. So it tastes like fried chicken, Chonilla sisters maybe, or any, other uh that's part of the network yeah. in the future and that's what we're trying to do with the network is make sure that each 
show on the network will have the ability to um, monetize it how they feel like monetizing it. Mm. And if they if they contribute to premium uh, content to the network, then that's where we like split up the cash when people get the ten dollars a month. Oh, that's nice, man. Like that's that's actually dope too because you know like. You can break off your your henchmen and your underlings and your, um, <laughs> your you know all your interns and stuff with a little bit of something too, man. Like one of the things for me for like us is just like we just have us and then we kind of do a lot of stuff. Um, and like the other like like uh, Justin is the only other person that like I kind of depend on. Like mm-hmm. you need to be here to do this show. And Justin won't let me pay him anything. It's fucking frustrating. I try to do stuff like take him out and then sneak and pay for his meals. <laughs> so we could call it even. Like I have to wait till like, like, oh, you gotta take a piss? Listen, listen, waitress. I need you to hurry up and give me the check. Don't ask any questions. It's all on me. Add two more beers. Get I'm a house husband. I'm taking care of this. Yeah, don't look at me. Go. He's coming back. This tip is from Justin. Just remember that. Right. <laughs> right. It's crazy, man. Um, but yeah. that's cool, though. Yeah. And, and that's actually a, a, a great uh, thing, a great concept. And um, when you what made you guys decide to go premium? Because I know a lot of people who kind of debate, go back and forth. What made you guys decide this is what's best for us? This is Chonilla is our life, man. This is like what we yeah. do. This is us. This is this is we've been thinking about it for quite a while, but we just didn't know how to how to make it happen. You know and, what I mean? Like we even tried, I know, I think one of the old shows we mentioned, like we're doing it, but then we're like, what the fuck are we going to do? Like, yeah. how are we going to do this? And that combined, <laughs> and that combined with the confidence of actually doing it, yeah. like, you know, it's just, it, it kind of, it was time to uh, move to that next step. Yeah. And you know, I have to give a shout out, honestly, to Hemda at uh, Keith and the girl. Um, and she was like a big, like a bit of an, not a bit, a, a huge inspiration, you know, personally like message her like you know i just don't know if this is something we should <laughs> she, do she's a wonderful we, you know because i'm like and she's like no yeah no you got to start charging for your shit yeah <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I was like, I, we don't pull the type of numbers you guys pull you know like you, mm. i just i don't know and she's like no you know, like yeah, she's she's like we waited too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's what that's yeah, what exactly. her yeah, that's both said. They was like that's what she said too. If you have X amount, then you should be able to start off at this amount, and then you know as it grows, put put it up. You yeah, know? she said so, like two hundred, right? So I'm like, if you I don't know, two hundred. Then yeah. So I was I was like, oh okay, <laughs> I'll try. Yeah, man. I mean that like that. She was definitely inspiration for us uh, too. Um, and you know, like one of the things is I like, I always used to listen to her talk about it and stuff. And, um, I remember I was, uh, emailing her to have her on the show and, um, you know, she had kind of was like, Oh, so you guys are going to do like some premium stuff or something. I was like, yeah, I lost my job. So I'm trying to do this premium shit. And I really don't, you know, like see this or go back to uh question my soul a couple hours a day and she was like well um that's great you know you guys should do that you guys should try it um it, i think you'll be pleasantly surprised and all that shit and i was like yeah also um to raise the stakes i'm gonna get a tattoo we get to like 100 people and stuff she's like oh that's awesome and um oh no i think it was like 50 or some shit it wasn't mm-hmm. even 100 it was like less than that and uh she was like oh that's cool that'll be awesome i was like yeah hopefully you know we can get it i don't think we will so i probably won't have to get a tattoo and then we got to that number in like two weeks and i was like 
yeah, him, you were right. I think I had to raise this shit to a hundred. Like, um, <laughs> I don't want to, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm cheapening myself getting this tattoo with 50 is I sold myself short. I should have fucking said like 200 or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, we, we it, got it though. It so it's was, cool. it was worth it. And I know for like, for me and Roderick, uh, we have, and you guys too, our work ethic is strong. And sometimes I think people underestimate our work ethic because oh we God. know we will put out shows and we, and, and, and plus with me and Roderick, it's easier to get together because he looks at me. I looks at him. He go, okay, let's record. Let's record. So it's, it's like, since we in close proximity, he knows my schedule. I know his schedule is very easy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause I know y'all talking about other people on the network. And sometimes when you do that, like my question is that okay, will you have the work ethic? We do because we don't want bullshit. I mean, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, well, here's the real question for Clove and Shirley. Now yeah. we know sometimes they'll like have it out, and then they won't. They'll be like, you know, if you follow the feed, you're like, damn, ain't no shows came out for like three weeks. What the fuck? Yeah, all I get. And then they come back, and it's like, oh, you know, we was having like a little argument and stuff, but we're <laughs> back, and it's cool. So now that you had a pressure to put out like premium content, content, you got people paying for your shit. Are your arguments gonna be a little like? Are you gonna have to put pressure on yourself to be like, listen, mother? Actually, we <laughs> we got a show to do. <laughs> You know what? It's, that's a good, see, that's a, a great question. question. Yeah. And I think that's the reason why we were realistic on that. Plus mm-hmm. also we have the kids and everything. And I, th- this is the reason why we have this, the pay, the structure that we do that, that you, the $2 and the $6 to kind of minimize the pressure a little bit. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, Cause we have to be real with our lifestyle and yeah. we have to, you know, we don't want to neglect the kids and, you know, it's, it's, it's a really, it's a, it's a fine balance. Cause mm-hmm. even ourselves, sometimes we have to probably take that hiatus. We've had moments where, okay, the kids are starting to feel a little, um, like neglected. And the last thing I want them to ever say is I hate Chonilla. <laughs> <laughs> like no. Chonilla made this sandwich, motherfucker. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I, I, I think the way that, like I said, the structure kind of helped us minimize that. But, um, but I think one of the things I, I'd say about a year and a half ago, a year mm-hmm. ago where we said, Clove, we have to argument or not, we have to pull up our big boy, big girl pants, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, agree to disagree and just, just keep on grinding and do that, you know, Stick to, to remain consistent and do the show regardless on yeah. Fridays. But I don't, uh. Unless uh, I want to really kill him. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I don't, I don't want to jinx nothing, but I mean, lately it's just been, it's been really good. You yeah. Know, I mean, like we've been really, uh, communicating well and things have been going great. Yeah. And you know what? I applaud you guys. Cause like I said, as, as a fan that's been listening to you guys for a while and I have you guys on, uh, Stitcher. Cause I'm a huge Stitcher fan. And it would be so hilarious because when y'all was on y'all grind, it would be like, dude, okay, got an update. I was like, okay, dude, oh, man, I got an update the next day. I was getting like update for like three weeks. I was like, damn, that is working. Woo! And, and it's one of those things where I know it might not mean a lot to you guys, but I am so excited every time I look at the feet and something pops up in it because I'm like, yes, I got more of them. Yes, I got more of them. And I know it's a lot of other people out there. That are, that are like that, and if it's not you, we know we got chilling on. Like it's like, it's like we know we're going to get something. And as a fan, it's one of those things where I'm just excited 
And I encourage you guys to keep going. And I, I'm excited when people consider and even push the idea of going premium. And also something else I wanted to say, your website looks awesome. And mm-hmm. I know y'all took uh, took a break to make that website. I don't know what <laughs> the hell you did, Clove. That website looks awesome. Yeah, it, Clove it, it, did amazing. Guys, I, I can't tell you how much this means to us hearing he that from you guys. so hard. I can something. tell. Thank you, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. So hard. Like, I, ugh, I, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. You know? The kids are like, where's daddy? How come you guys <laughs> broke yeah, up? Like, where's <laughs> He really sacrificed that summer, and I think he had, like, out of the summer, a good two weeks left where the kids, uh, you know, still had time off from the summertime to spend with them. And I took a bunch of vacation time from work and stuff like that. Yes, explaining to the kids, like, look, this is for the, after this, I fix this. You guys want to go to college, right? (laughs) (laughs) We can can go bike riding as often as you want, but right now we're going to, you're going to have to sacrifice this summer and just be patient with me to the kids. Like, yeah, he, (laughs) he worked really hard on it. Thanks, babe. Yeah, you did did a good job. It's crazy too because now that i do like some of the behind the scenes stuff every time i look at somebody's shit i just see the work like i, I do too i, do like, too. I can't even yes. like i can't unsee how much i'm just like god damn man you really put in a lot, a lot of work, work on this that, on this website man this is smooth as mm-hmm. shit like that's, that's what i see i'm yeah. i'm looking i'm seeing all the columns i'm seeing all the colors i'm seeing right. all the videos i'm seeing all the text i'm you seeing know, all the vines i was like god damn what, people, what the hell people will be like hey man check out did you check out the website and I think most people are just like, oh yeah, it looks cool. But, but it's like, I'm if looking. you actually did some work on one, you're like, so how the fuck did you get the header to come up like yeah, that? Yeah, it's, it's like, damn it, I couldn't get the HTML yeah. <laughs> to, to do what I wanted to do. Yeah. I didn't know the command shit. I had to Google that. You click this, you click this, it takes you right to the show notes. Oh, huh? baby, did you see that? And like, like, that's kind of how <laughs> we, we look at it. Right. And, and it's funny though, cause before when Roger was talking about, uh, hitting him up, because I like listen to like, catchers like stitcher and itunes and shit like that a lot of times roger could upload the show he'd be like cool and i hit stitcher like hey stitcher ain't up and he'd be like what you mean i was like hey if i ain't get stitcher they ain't get stitcher so right. it's one of the things where a lot of times i'll hit him up before fans start hitting him up right. i was yeah. like because we have a lot of fans that use uh stitcher and itunes and shit like that so and i and i actually still listen to the show i literally go back and, and there's the really not shit you can do sometimes like which is funny because like stitcher will fuck up every once in a while mm-hmm. and then karen's like what's wrong with stitcher i'm like they fucked up is what's up like yeah what am i gonna like i'll email them like hey y'all fucked up they're like oh we work on it <laughs> all right like uh we don't move the button at stitcher that much um but anyway, guys, uh, go to check out Chonella.com on do. iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, check out their premium stuff when you go to their website, man. Um, very reasonable prices. Um, I know you, like, that's one thing too I have to ask, like, what, how did you come up with the number yeah. that made you feel like you're not stealing? Yes. Because that was a hard thing for, for us, us where it was uh, like, well, we could do this because I mean, fuck it, we're worth that much. It's like, yeah, but that's not really fair. I mean, when people pay that and I'm like, uh, I want to undercharge people. Does that sound fucked up? I need to make them feel, I need to feel comfortable enough to be like, Hey man, you got all that shit for $15, dog. Ain't nobody else doing that. I need to feel that way. Yeah. So yeah. Hey, we purposely kind of undersold what we do. What about you guys? How did you come up with your numbers? 
Well, we knew we couldn't, we couldn't get to like, I mean, you, 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 using the example, like $15, we knew we couldn't do that because we know. We like could take said, a month off sometimes. Right. Yeah. Our mm-hmm. lifestyle. And like I said, like our lifestyle, really, we had to take that a lot into consideration. So, so we just started looking at, you know, the big, you know, the, the big podcast, right? Like mm-hmm. the, 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 the WTFs or the, you know, those other shows. And yeah, I'm like, shit, I think Mark Marin charges $8 I was like, for Damn, a year. Why is he so low? But I was like, yeah, but you he's know, got he's the got numbers. like millions right. of people. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and they, and then, and then they already like kind of subsidize their stuff with like live shows, stand up. Yeah. So like, I, like someone was like, I remember we were going, I was like, yeah, we'll probably go premium at some point. Um, or else I had to go back to work and then someone was like, well, you could do like Aisha Tyler. I was like, Aisha Tyler calls you $10 a year. Like, mm. um, I'm pretty sure it's the Archer money, the, yeah. uh, whose line is it anyway money, money, the, you know, I'm pretty sure this is like her spending change. And yes. she's like, oh, cool. I made another thousand dollars from a podcast. I'm going to go buy me a bag. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna buy me a bag. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of like the, the micro transactions because, because we are, we fluctuate with our commitment to our listeners. We want to, to, we wanted to give them that kind of flexibility as well to come in for 24 hours, take what they want during that 24 hour period. Or if they, you know, if they know they're gonna download two, three shows a day, let them have access for, um, for the week. Or, you know, if they, if they want to stay steady for the $10 a month, and that's, that's, and, and to be roll. super honest, we, sorry, we, oh, want, go ahead. we just wanted to make sure we, we gave them that option because we, we, we dip out. Yes. Anytime. So, Not yes. Yet. And to be, yeah, I think it falls into what you were saying too is that I've seen some tweets or, uh, you know, podcast fans on Facebook say, Oh man, I like this show and I like that show. Mm. And, Okay, I'm going to dip out on that show so oh, I can yeah. get on this show. Right. I'm going to take out the money from that show to go to start putting my monthly on this other show. Right. And I and that's that was the idea behind why we have it at this pricing so that way people don't feel like they you could still Listen to your favorite, your whatever yeah. podcast that has premium out there. And for two dollars, and you can... if sometimes you're like, "Damn, you know, I want to follow up on what was previous on Chonilla in the archive," I know I could do it for two dollars for for twenty four mm-hmm. hours. Well, okay. we appreciate it, Dan, because that uh, y'all hooked us up, Dan. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure if people had to choose, you know, they'd be like, "Oh, you know, right." Some people would go with y'all, some people would go with us, and that would divide up the money. So, uh, you guys are some good capitalists for some, uh, for some Canadians, man. I appreciate that shit. <laughs> Always thinking of everybody first, man. That's why Canada's the shit. Yeah. Um, this is I, the black guy. Oh, go ahead, Clove. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, and I, I, I sat in on a couple of, uh, Buff Club's video this, game right. background and that whole micro, micro. He was like, we got to do micro. That's what we do in video games. <laughs> micro. <I'm> like, <laughs> That's where you make quick money. Microtransactions. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people do, man. I was playing video. I was playing Batman Arkham Asylum the other day. I mean, Arkham Origins the other day. And, um, you know, saving the streets from, you know, from the criminal villains that are sure, sure. the scourge of Gotham um, sure. out there. Thank you very much. Yeah. Using my vigilante justice, my fist uh, to to bring uh, true justice to the streets. So um, I was playing and I saw where it was like uh, in the options, it's like continue your game, uh, you know, uh, play, uh, play challenge maps, do such and such. And one of the options was like. 
go to the gotham store or something like in-game store or something and mm-hmm. i was like what in-game what kind of store would batman have in a batman game That's that true. would add and He's i was rich ain't he and so i realized like at some point we're going to get to the point with so many microtransactions where you're probably going to be playing as batman is going to be like you're out of batarangs you want to buy some more batarangs or what dog because uh you're about to die if you don't do something here uh oh did you want more bu- bulletproof armor well it looks like you ah. need to pay for some bulletproof armor batman yeah yeah see like and that's the thing like those seminars that i went to at work are those those workshops i should say um it was it, there's a fine balance between doing microtransaction and fleecing right yeah. so you, you got to make sure that you you don't give the appearance that you're fleecing your your audience or or the people playing your game so and that's where we had a balance we're like okay so what do we do for two dollars like mm-hmm. well, what, what seems fair for two dollars and we came up with those numbers now um shirley you were also talking about like gaining health and stuff like that yeah um like do you find that you know working on the show and all that stuff kind of gives you more time or do you have less time to like really concentrate and focus on health and stuff like that especially with your kids and all that stuff like is it hard to find the time or is it easy to find the time you know because i know when you were like working and and all that stuff that's like a completely different type of environment i know when i was working i actually found it i had less time and it was harder to focus and it was actually kind of draining and i actually uh find more time to think about stuff and like uh to kind of formulate a plan throughout the day with you know revolving it around the black guy with tips instead mm-hmm. i i i completely agree I, I feel like i'm busier now that i'm at home mm-hmm. but it's it's i have a lot more energy for it compared to when i was working yeah working was really draining and that that created that was another issue where we would go on these long hiatus hiatuses, mm. um, but uh, and also with now doing the whole gaining health and working out, it's helped me so much to have a lot more energy um, to do you know whatever like you know uh, I know I mentioned we mentioned this to Ashy but you know we're working on another show mm-hmm. i can't believe i'm doing this just but throw, it, throw it out there but me and my girlfriends are gonna work on a show that uh it just kind of came up from supporting one of our girls uh, uh album release so and the fact that i'm like before if i was working i wouldn't have the energy to do any of this yeah mm-hmm. um, and and it's 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 it drives me you know what i mean like wanting to kind of push chonilla and you know see where it can go and and uh just trying to get it out there so i it's 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 a different kind of busy but it's a much happier kind of busy right yeah 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 i'm definitely more busy now but like i'll wake up and play like basketball at 5 a.m a couple times a week or something like that and because i'm coming back and i'm just like oh i'll just get my day started i already be kind of pumped up anyway so i just get right to work on shit as soon as i get home as opposed to when i had a job i'll be like I ain't waking up at fucking five in the morning. I got to go into these motherfuckers at eight and hate them motherfuckers for eight hours. Hell no. Like, I just want to get in and out of there the shortest amount of time possible, get my ass home and rest and not think about them every single day. And um, it, it is completely different now. It's like, you know what? I think I'll have a sensible breakfast and then I'll start on uh looking at the PayPal accounts and then I'll take some uh take look at some of these uh premium contents put some episodes up like shit that i would have not like before i would have just been like 
I can't wait to be off this fucking clock. Yeah. Right. It's it's different when you behave in a way that that is actively saying that, you know, like how, how however corny this sounds, I love me. I love yeah. what I do. Yeah. It's different than going going being reminded about going into a job that you fucking hate. Yeah. Like, yeah. And there's no snack machines at my house either. So like cuz like <laughs> yeah, that's true. Snack machines are like the crack dealers of work, man. Yes, they are. It's constantly just like you like I like I'm feeling low. You know what would help me out? Some Cheetos. <laughs> only, only Cheetos gonna get me through this day. That soda. And and Karen, I, I just got a question for you. Like, did did you get a sense of heightened pressure when you guys made that decision no. that you would be working and ride be home? No, and 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 it's, and I know that might sound weird. I think for me, um. When he had called me, it was hilarious because I don't know a lot of people going to think, why did she do this? When Roger called me, because me and Roger had already talked about some things. It was like, well, you know what? It's a possibility you might get laid off. So he went. No, out. no, we didn't no, talk no, about no, that. No, 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 no. I, 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 I didn't know I was getting laid off no, at not, all. Not that day, but I remember you talked about some things that had been changing around the oh, job and things yeah. like that. So, no, no, we didn't like know he was going to oh, get laid off. I was going to say, I got a fucking perfect performance review. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't mean it like that. My bad, my bad. Yeah. So it's one of those things where uh when he had called me at work, I was like, okay. I was like, now this is the time for you to go make the money. I was mm-hmm. like, I will continue working. I don't mind working. And it's one of those things where uh the black guy who tips is Roger's dream is Roger's vision. I'm just kind of on for the ride is i'm a part of the ride don't get me wrong but it's one of those it's, it was his dream and it's one of the things where i felt like i need to support him so i was like okay cool i was almost happy i was like because for me i can't speak for anybody else but you know your spouse yeah and roderick was not happy at all he he I, he just would look stressed he just looked angry he i could just tell in the conversations with him and stuff like that. I was like, you're not happy there. And it was one of those things where I was like, okay, cool. He could do something. He loves something he wants to do. And I'll be there to support him. And sometimes people underestimate, uh, what I do, because I know Cove, you understand this. Us doing the podcast and me working two time. I have two full time, literally two full time jobs because I work five days a week. I do the podcast five days a week. Yeah. I do spinoff shows with Roderick. I have my own spinoff show. So, you know, in addition to me working 40 hours a week, I probably put in another additional 40 hours a week. Now, I can't do a lot of technical stuff Roderick does because I don't have time. And I've already said uh, once we get to the point to where we have enough premium uh, subscribers and members and things like that, I want to be able to quit my job, too. I've already said I'm going to twerk on top of my goddamn desk and walk out the door uh, once that moment happens. Um, because I know that, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, 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 because I know that Roger is able to do a lot of things, but I know if we both could dedicate the amount of time that he dedicates to it, it's so much more we could do. I really think, and, and, and not to brag or boast, but I really think we, we, we could be a force to re- be reckoned with. I think, you know, it's a lot of uh, podcasters out there that make this money and I feel like, why can't we? Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, translation: she put me on the strip and was like, "Get this money." <laughs> Work. So it was like, uh, I, I, "Baby, I just got laid off. I was, uh, 
Mm-mm. you know unfairly i didn't even do anything wrong these motherfuckers just let me go and i just got a perfect review and i've been doing it. she was like you need to get to work and get my money i was like what <laughs> yep <laughs> get to work get yeah. to work and i don't care if it's raining or snowing you're gonna be hoeing so <laughs> <laughs> do them tricks uh so i didn't even get a chance to be sad like no, I, oh no we was not gonna be sad Mm-mm. yeah that shit really just she was like i'll do the insurance you get the fucking money i was like i'm sorry i'll I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, I'm ser- it's serious. It was no option. It was no debating. Yeah. I, you know, because I had got to the point where I was like, okay, I really want to see you happy. And this makes you happy. And this makes us happy. Like, you guys, this is our world. Like, this is literally our world. A lot of the shit that we do, we would not be able to do it if Roderick had not have got laid off. Yeah, it was either I was be happy or get beaten, man. So I was like, <laughs> I got to get to getting happy. Speaking of which, this is the Blackout Test Podcast. You can find us on theblackouttest.com. Um, you can check out the Blackout Tips premium, uh, section if you guys want to, uh, contribute to this after hearing all that, uh, stuff about how Karen will beat me if you don't. Um, <laughs> also, you can, uh, like, we have polls. You can vote in polls. You can leave comments there. You leave comments on the website. If there's a problem with the comment section, let me know. Cause I've, we've been having like intermittent shit since I updated yes, our WordPress. Let us know. But let me know, man. I need some guinea pigs to test that shit anyway. Um, but yeah, leave comments and uh, all that stuff. We appreciate the people that do that in the about section. All the contact information is there. You can also leave us five star reviews on iTunes and we promise to read each and every one. Even if you're just saying, Karen, I hate your laugh. You yes. Know? Um, to which I and say, ha ha jokes on you. High five. I'm bulletproof. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. Um, uh, but thank you so much for those five stars. Uh, also, uh, we are sponsored today. Uh, by a very sexy sponsor, so I guess I should find some um, very sexy uh, music. Let me see what I got here. Okay, I guess this will work. Um, it's a little bit. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, there you go. Yeah, this is what you say to your gift when it rides. You be like, "Can we talk for a minute? <laughs> Come on over here. I want to get to know your name. I don't even know what the name is." They already come pre-named. Oh, they already come pre-named. Come on over here, rabbits. Yeah, it's like the slow. Hippity hop on this, fellas and ladies. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here is an offer you won't be able to resist. It doesn't matter if you're chocolate or vanilla. It works for all types of human anatomies and. Also, vibrators don't see race. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you can get 50% off of just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Well, you select your one item at 50% off, you also get three, count on three adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus a free extra gift that is so central, I can't mention it on the radio, you hoser. And to top it all off, <laughs> they will even throw in free shipping. On your entire order. Probably to Canada, too. And no, I'm not teasing. Mm -mm. So check it out, adamandeve.com for this offer. Just go to uh, the checkout box, put in TBGWT. Get 50% off of your one item. Get your three free DVDs, free extra gift, free shipping. TBGWT at adamandeve.com. So do that. All right. Yes, sir. We have podcasts and shit to do. Let's do it. A whole lot of stories. Uh, I will just uh, say this one thing, though. If I was a police officer and I saw a couple making out, I would arrest them. <laughs> uh, I've been watching way too many movies where 
uh people just start making out when the cops are patrolling um and then the cop is like cut it out you love birds get a room and then he walks away and then those motherfuckers do like a diamond heist yeah uh, <laughs> arrest everybody making out on the streets man you probably like stumble into like some major crimes uh if you're a police officer like that would be my new stop and frisk and the way that i profile people is anybody making out to like make me turn away especially if the guy looks like this uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. if he had, if he has a fedora on especially <laughs> yeah. and it's, if it's raining keep an extra eye on him yeah umbrella covering his face and all these motherfuckers go to prison uh that night and we'll try to figure it out later because i feel like a lot of crime is getting away you know although if that law is true that people hate to see people making out and they'll avoid them and let them do crimes then the police in Montreal would be extremely busy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, somewhere like San Francisco would be like the like the capital of crime, though, because like on the scale of people you don't want to see kiss is two dudes is at the bottom for everybody. <laughs> so you just be like, oh, it's two dudes. Let them rob that bank. I don't give a fuck. Like, Take all their money. Those crazy guys. <laughs> <laughs> Use the homophobia against them is what I'm saying. Like. I'd be like the gay kingpin and shit. I'd be running shit if I was gay. <laughs> going in the bank and just fucking tonguing it out with some dude and they'd be like, they're gone. <laughs> Open the vault. Give me four million. <laughs> no one wants to see this. Put your tongue in my mouth. Right. <laughs> Do it. You want to be rich or not? <laughs> we're trying to get paid here, son. <laughs> I wonder if that would also work if you were like, uh, just, if you just saw a hot chick, you just walked up to her like, kiss me, hurry up. The police are coming. <laughs> you might get knocked the hell out. Get fucking maced in the yeah. face. Yes, you would. <laughs> oh, they made me. Yes, I is. Ah, she me ass. So, all right, we got a ton of news articles here, guys. Let's talk about some news. Um, Netflix is flirting with the idea of having big movies come out at your house the same day that they come out in the theater. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you'll be able to watch it like through your TV um, on Netflix um, instead of going actually to the movies. Um, although, I, you know, I would have to wonder like how it, that would affect pricing because I feel like you would need to pay extra for this. Uh, it's this feature. Mm-hmm. And I and I guess for me, me and you are odd. I love the movie experience. I know a lot of people don't do the movie experience. Uh, I know, which is understandable, especially once people get older, they have kids, you're like, who got the, who has the fucking time to go to the movies? But I lit, and some movies, I literally designed for the theater. Mm-hmm. It's like, some people are like, I hate that movie. I was like, did you see it in the theater? I'm like, no. I was like, motherfucker, that's why. This is designed for a 500 inch view, not a 40 inch view. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. You but know. I think that there's a huge demographic out there that just doesn't have time to go out to the movie theater. And I think that giving them access to that is going to put, you know, they're going to be able to take some money off the table with that and the reason this is a great idea is actually because pirating has become so fucking like yes it has big at this point Mm um netflix already um and this is why they're on the cutting edge and why even when they raise prices i was like everyone's bitching but they'll be back um they look at what's being pirated and use that to determine which shows 
they tried to get streaming on their live uh you know streaming network oh for real oh yeah like they knew that breaking bad was a number one pirated show so they were like we want to get every season of breaking bad we'll pay extra to get that because that's what people steal mad men uh stuff that's like that smart. right so and and that's the reason they let go a lot of stuff that you would think people would be like oh I would love if they had blank on there and they were like, nobody watches that shit and no one steals it. So people either already own that on Blu-ray or something or they just aren't watching it. We don't want to compete with stuff that's readily available, but we would love to have access to stuff that people would steal because Netflix is easier than stealing. Yes, Yes, it is. And that's, and that's, that's key to it too. I think that like when you look at, um, the way that like Napster, when that came through, that was basically telling people that it's a lot easier. Like, you, if you could avoid going all the way to the music store to get your music, and you could just get it from home, then why, why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you do yep. it that way? And if you could just have the one song that you like and not pay, you know, eighteen extra dollars for you know uh, eight songs that you don't like. Mm-hmm. Right. I That's mean, it's truth. all about it's all about convenience. It's all about you know making it easy for people to do it. And there's a there's a pretty small demographic of people that are pirating for the sake of pirating. They're like, yeah. you know, for bragging rights during pirating. Yeah. The rest, the majority of the people that grab movies from these pirates are doing it just because it's so easy. And mm-hmm. what Netflix did, which is so genius, they just make it easy. They make right. it cheap. They make it easy. They're like, hey, you're lazy. You don't feel like being pirated. And you're tired of seeing those stupid ass videos about pirating talking about your ass. <laughs> you can join I mean, us and get I mean, off that ship. We, we, we pay, um, what is it, $9 a month for we, the we, Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we pay an extra $5 a month for an Unblock US, which unblocks our IP. So we get like. Uh, so we, we can see Netflix Brazil. Brazil. It's, it's Netflix amazing. Netflix wow. USA. Oh, yeah. We don't got that here, do we? No, we don't. Oh. That's dope. Man. I pay $5 a month extra month for that exactly and the, the thing is like when when it's we from a canadian company when we started uh, uh when we started watching netflix and we saw that you know the the, the canadian version of netflix was different from the american version of netflix yes, we it were is. disappointed oh, we were the, really disappointed and the brazil it. version oh my Woo! god <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is like m- movies will uh be released in different formats in at different times in different countries so like when you go to like Netflix Brazil like th- there was the call with there Halle like Berry the when, call when that it was, was like cut. still in theaters it was just at the tail end of being in theaters it was not I think it was at the tail end or it was just before it was about to hit DVD okay okay and but yeah, it, it's yeah. it's pretty amazing like for such a, a cheap amount every month you can get access to all that shit yeah man it's, it's way more than you can watch and they still mm-hmm. have the most um like content of any of these streaming services even the ones that you know are a little bit cheaper yes they do um you know netflix is just like ahead of the time so yeah Mm -hmm. if anyone can do this it's netflix man um yeah Yeah, they can make it happen and they were really really smart when they was like you know what we gonna make our own goddamn content and i think once they made that decision and then they start winning awards for that shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, oh, snap, we better step our game up because Netflix is about to take over everything. Right. Yeah, and I mean, just the, just today, uh, while I was working out, I saw a commercial with Kristen Wiig in this new movie. I can't remember the title of it. And it said, now available on demand. 
not DVD, mm-hmm. not in movies, on demand. Wow. And yep. it, it, it didn't tell you where on demand, but you just can get the idea. Like, first thing you think, on demand, let me go to Netflix to see. Right. <laughs> you know, like, right. it's, it's, and that's what's going to happen. So many and the talented independent movie makers now will have an avenue yeah. where they're not looking to make 20. Yeah. 50 100 million dollars yeah. that they'll be happy just to make one or two million dollars but still give a great product and an op- and have the opportunity to do it like netflix yeah, like yeah. in an yeah. avenue like netflix and i take i take issue with these big companies complaining and using the tactic of like oh well you know you guys are you guys are stealing it you guys are you know you guys should have more integrity and stuff like that it's like no you're just mad because you had you felt you had cornered the market and somebody's not doing it smarter than you mm-hmm. and easier than you and making it accessible more than you. And that's going to take money out of your pocket. And that's what they're complaining about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I mean, I do feel bad for, like, anyone that gets their shit stole, obviously. I mean, we all produce content. But at the same time, they are getting part of the reason they're getting their shit stole is because they refused to get ahead of the shit. They were just yes. like, we are not doing it that way. It's like, well, if you guys did like some type of digital content that made it easy to get, people probably would rather do that than even like risk getting viruses on Napster and shit. Yeah, um, fuck you. Go to the theater. It's like, <laughs> all right, that's what you wanted. That's the choice. People are, I don't know if you heard, people ain't shit. And yeah. people are going to make the choice that cost them less. Um, I think it's, you know, I wouldn't try to like, I'm not going to try to like hide it behind any like altruism and shit. When I was still in shit, it was just easy and free. And that was the only fucking method I need. Motherfuckers used to be on that. Like, nah, we doing them like they did public enemy. No, I'm not. I want free shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like most people and something that Shirley was saying, it wouldn't surprise me in the next five years if if it got to the point where it says on demand, where it was like straight to Netflix. Like it wouldn't surprise me mm. if if shit start coming out and it'd be like to Netflix. Well, some of it is House of Cards. The entire season um, goes straight to Netflix. Um, you know, like there, like the thing is, the reason I'm saying this, Karen, is, is th- since it's already happening and they're showing it can be successful via their own like content. Mm-hmm. Other people are going to be like, yo, why don't we just fucking make 13 episodes of this show, sell it to Netflix and just get it right on there. That's true. That, that's content true. Content distributors, plain and simple. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and they cut out the middleman, middleman and something else I wanted to say before we move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing about it, a lot of the people who do these major movie theaters, people don't have unlimited amount of money. And like Paramount and like all these pe- different people started coming up with all these yeah. apps. And I'm like, fuck you. All these movies are old. Right. And don't nobody want to see this bullshit. Don't talk no about one, in America. And no one except extreme film nerds think of movies the way they wanted us to. Like, I don't, like, I don't go, so, uh, Clove, uh, how familiar are you with the Criterion Collection? N- <laughs> no one says that. You either go, Oh, did you see One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest or not? Like, you don't fucking go, you know, Paramount has some really, really good films in the 80s. Let's discuss just those films. Like, I don't know who the fuck made the movie. I just know which ones I like. Yeah, and, and the thing about it is that, like you say, I don't know Paramount made it. MGM Studio made it. Yeah. You know, I, I don't like, like, it's like books. We don't, we don't give a damn if Random House distributed. All we know is that we <laughs> like the name. Right. And we know, yes. I know the director. I can tell you an actor. 
I can't tell you shit like the fucking, uh, you know, the MGM make it or not. I can't know what, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some people that can't. Don't write me. I, I, I know yeah, you're, the you're average person there. can't. Yeah. But most people don't think of movies that way. So let's, you know, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody is counting down their list for watching the AFI 100. You know? <laughs> right. People, some people get crunk about that. I happen not to be the one. <laughs> uh, Ja Rule's back in the news, everybody. Oh boy. Ja Rule. Ja Rule. Fresh out of prison, uh, wants to write a cookbook. Was he? <laughs> oh my God! Jailhouse cookbook, nice. Here is the the hook though. It's microwavable recipes. They have microwaves in prison. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yes, I'm gonna show you how to make them prison brownies straight out the microwave, I like would, I used to. I think it would have been like hot plate. I think that's all you had ah! in prison, but um. <laughs> Ja Rule. Toilet wine. <laughs> wine. I mean, what else is we doing in prison? Uh, ja Rule, uh, who served two years in jail for tax evasion, made an unexpected appearance on Jeffrey Zarkarian's uh, Sirius XM show, Food Talk, and dished about cooking in the can. Zarkarian was interviewing guests such as Guy Fieri, Bobby Flay, Marcus oh no, Samuelson. This, this is my food network people. Why is y'all with John Rule? During what? the New York it was the New York City Wine and Food Festival, guys. Wow. Oh my gosh. And that's when Rule Ja Rule walked in. <laughs> I, I just keep hearing the uh Dave Chappelle like, Where is Ja? I need to know what Ja thinks about this. Help me, Ja Rule. I don't give a damn. <laughs> um like so many stars, Rule said he wants to write a cookbook, but in his case all the dishes must be microwavable. I wonder how many of uh, the dishes are going to end with. Uh, if it's not, if it's not cooked all the way through, hit the minute plus button. <laughs> isn't that, the, <laughs> isn't that the definition of, uh, like anti-cooking is being microwavable? Like, yes. why? I'm calling it a cookbook. Or, or, or you know what it's going to be like? I'm like, hey, I'm going to let y'all know right now. Everybody's 50% ain't the same. Some people might have to do power, power three times. Some people might have to do it two times. You know, be sure this one is 50%. This one's at 75% because if not, it's going to get burnt. I know. You know what's going to happen. If you have a black and decker, two minutes. Yeah, you would <laughs> Have a Danby. <laughs> a minute and some change. But if you want to do it right, get the jaw rule microwave. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> hey, for the record, I know we're all laughing. I'd pay good money to see this man have a TV show. Uh, that infomercial cooking would be shit on the epic. microwave. Not even infomercial. I mean a fucking regular Food Network Jaru oh, microwave cooking record show. I would that shit. Every I week. would never miss an episode. He of- ever have to have a Xanax on the side because he goes shopping know, at the bodega. You know why? Because. <laughs> I mean, when you cook on microwave, it gets hard. Mm-hmm. You know, like it doesn't. You you, you have to eat you, that shit like this. quick. You might you might end up breaking a sweat between the time you open it up and stick it in the microwave. Well, you know, first of all, um, it's gonna be already done in the microwave. <laughs> so I don't even know why we're discussing it. Like he's gonna actually be cooking. You you put the 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 you know raw ingredients into a microwave and then you turn around and open it and then. They're like, oh, I already had one done. Oh shit, this presto change. Oh, I don't understand I w- this. I want to see him use tips like, no, what you want to do is wet the napkin before you place it over the biscuit <laughs> and cook it at fifty percent. 
Uh, yes and don't forget guys you can minute plus the taste just uh add more just hit the plus one minute button uh to to suit your own uh warmness of your meal your palate and if you got the super fancy ones you can plus 30 seconds right and just know there is a difference guys just to let you know between the turkey bacon and the pork bacon you know Mm -hmm. you you can't you can't do those both the same just because it says it has to be in for three minutes doesn't mean you can't open it up with like 247 okay guys don't don't be a slave to the numbers on your microwave no don't and remember guys you have to taste your food you know when (laughs) you you know you get to smell it you have to eat it quick before somebody tries to take it from you so as he's tasting the food there's a timer right (laughs) (laughs) yes it says ding he he explained that while behind bars he learned to cook anything and everything in a microwave um, the rapper said he cooked dishes including lasagna and cheesecake in a jail dorm rather than just dining, uh, to, to eat the prison, uh, grub. So what kind of jail respect do you get for cooking cheesecake? Now, how, my, my, I feel like a lot. <laughs> you should be like the most private. Like I would not rape the cheesecake dude. Like you're a complete, you're a douchebag if you rape cheesecake making dude, man. That yes. dude's like gotta be the most popular motherfucker in prison. Like yes, yo, ja Rule over here making cheesecake, y'all. Put those oatmeal cream pies down. And my question is this: What does jailhouse lasagna taste like? Like how do you boil the noodles, the meat sauce? Like where do you get the ricotta cheese? Like am I the only one that's like? How do you do this out of what do you go hit up the hit up the cafeteria and be like, y'all give me the real stuff? It tastes like socks in the yard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Guys, speaking of more serious news here, we've been hitting the hard hitting news here. Uh, Chris Brown was uh, arrested on felony assault yesterday. Him and his bodyguard apparently had a uh, uh, altercation. Don't worry, guys. It was with a man, so everybody can relax. Uh, he's finally maturing, beating up dudes lately. I think he's like three for three now. Yeah, um, he so left women good, alone. You know, um, but uh, the charges have been reduced to a misdemeanor, so he'll be free to walk the streets again. Great. Um, thank goodness. You know, we need a. Uh, I we was need concerned. Him. We need him out here free, uh, mm-hmm. doing Chris Brown stuff. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be a. Did he tap uh, dance on his face? I'm sure he'll be deleting his Twitter account within uh, uh 24 hours and, and reopening it back up in 48. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. We need more people on the street that resort to violence when you know altercations come up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So good for him, man. Uh, another another victory over everything. Uh, Clove, as a gun enthusiast, I thought you'd be interested in this late next story. <laughs> Russia. That's right, Mother Russia. That's has so funny you said that. We went to a Halloween party and mm-hmm. she the hostess is from Russia Russia and she told us to call her Mother Russia. Yeah. So oh. it was, like, <laughs> was everyone in blackface or were there no white people here? <laughs> That's my new thing. I actually put blackface on in my avatar today because I'm going to Halloween as an insensitive white person. So <laughs> that is my that's my costume. I was going to show up and be like, get it? I'm you, motherfucker. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Russia unveiled amph- amphibious assault rifle, man. Uh, there's been guns that fire underwater and there's been guns that fire on land, but there are very few that can actually go from water to land and still fire. 
So they introduced an, uh, an arms expedition in Moscow. Um, Tula Instrument Design Bureau's ADS gun is an assault rifle for special forces combat divers on the go. The key to this flexibility? Underwater bullets. I have a question. Are they trying to kill Shamu the killer whale that can do land and water? You know, what's, what's the purpose of this? We gon' We going to kill them in the water and above ground. I don't understand this. Well, killer whales are black. Yeah, they are black. So I'm sorry. it makes sorry. sense to me. Yeah, my bad. They my might bad. be wearing hoodies under there, Karen. You never know. Hey, you, stay you, in your you ground. You never know. You never know. Or stay in your water, I guess. I don't know <laughs> what the <laughs> term is. <laughs> under, under, the, under the sea. <laughs> stay in your coral, motherfucker. <laughs> um, on the land, ADS fires 5.45 times 39 millimeter bullets. I don't even know what that means. The current standard round for Russian assault rifles, up to a range of 1,640 feet. Damn. That's far. They get that velocity underwater? That's crazy. That is crazy. They Holy to- shit. Are you sure that's being fired underwater? That's, it says, oh, no, wait, you're right. That's on land. Whew, all right. Uh, it uses a slightly shorter bullet. Run. <laughs> whose range is strained, which is, whose range is constrained by the depth of the diver when firing. At 100 feet underwater, it can reach targets 82 feet away. Okay. All right. Whew. I was getting nervous. It's like, man, I was feeling like uh, Ice Cube and Anaconda. They got snakes out there that big? <laughs> hey, they, they do. And it's one of those things where I feel bad for the fish. Don't, fr- don't freak them out. They're going to kill everybody. <laughs> well, you absolutely got to kill, kill every fish in the school. <laughs> <laughs> the whole school going down. Yeah. yeah you know what? Fish gonna fish have out school there. shootings. Po- yeah, poe fish. Mm-hmm. Poe fish. They, they're gonna have to lock them up. They're gonna let them, don't go out. Billy went out there. Billy right. got shot. Fish gonna be going to school. Jeremy spoke in class today. Gonna be playing and shit. <laughs> Minding this business. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, after a diver emerges from the undersea battle, he or she can switch out a magazine of underwater bullets for a magazine of normal bullets and continue firing on land with the same gun. Such modern convenience is bizarre, bizarrely niche combat in bizarrely niche combat situations. There's also a grenade launcher because you know huh? why not? <laughs> Let's go all out <laughs> if you're gonna be hey, killing I, motherfuckers. I can just see the Russian soldiers saying, "Yeah, this is great, but uh, how do I launch my grenades?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> the grenades. Yeah, yeah. Grenades. Don't, don't yeah. blow up underwater too. Looking at all the prototypes, like that's cool, man, but it's missing something. <laughs> like what if i just need to like blow the fuck up out of like a shark or some shit like i need some grenades man right these bullets aren't gonna do anything against tiger sharks come on guys <laughs> step your game up. up your asses all right <laughs> <laughs> there's no mention of any special underwater grenades but why would they tell you about those yet you know oh, oh i told you they making them they just ain't they just ain't did it yet now uh what a lot of people don't know is the iconic ak-47 can be fired underwater uh provided the target is less than six feet away but who the fuck is doing that the mm. only people i can think that could actually use this weapon is the family from duck dynasty <laughs> <laughs> oh lord Sai and his brother because they're always chasing those beaver dams <laughs> so they can go underwater get them beavers <laughs> come back up get a squirrel yeah, and I think I think the the like the, I think the M sixteen was known like back in Vietnam that you could get it wet and fire it and it was no big deal. You can put it mm. in the sand. Maybe this is just new Russian technology. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. I, I and I guess, and, and well, they said the AK forty seven only shoots six feet away, 
and that's the depth of a standard swimming pool this mm. shit is gonna shoot like up to 82 feet away and that's 100 feet underwater so that's a little <laughs> more mind. deadly like like when was there ever a battle that happened underwater where they, uh, where they were shooting at each other and the bullets just weren't making it well and they, they didn't got back to their platoon and said you know what we need these to fire farther underwater <laughs> you know you know who i blame for this that fucking gi joe man <laughs> those those motherfuckers used to have American some heroes. battles in some underwater layers layers and they shit like, we gonna make this happen and those like guns had no problem shooting underwater and shit they take like harpoon things that shoot like 70 feet <laughs> like uh it's obvious man motherfuckers be watching uh gi joe high as shit like dog we need to make a gun that can do that shit yeah. yes they're smoking that crocodile over there yes mm-hmm. <laughs> Shoot some! I want to shoot bullets on the moon, motherfucker. Like, yeah, let's we gonna do make it. that happen. As soon as we some finish these Cheetos, why does he have to fight in space? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's my that's my idea of, of Russian military. They just hire like two high stoner dudes and they come up with the ideas. What if it could fire underwater and on land? Holy shit! Just Whoa. blew my mind. Mind blown, son. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> Wait, it's missing something. Grenade Wait, launcher. Did you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you say you, it needs a grenade launcher? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, gun range suicides are difficult to prevent. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is this breaking news? But there's a manager, Karen, that that says he's learned to read customers. Bullshit. Oh, so he can stop him, Karen. He's got the power. Ugh. Yeah, I like a like a gun. I want to go shoot on the range. Mm mm. Not not you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't like that little crazy eye that keeps rotating around your eye socket. Kind of creeping me out. You been I'm crying, man? You been crying? <laughs> you been crying? <laughs> like you look a little sad to me, man. I don't think you need a gun. I think you need a hug. Right. <laughs> Why are you coming here by yourself? Where's your, where's your friends? <laughs> I heard you talking about hating your mother-in-law a second ago. <laughs> did you did you just say your kids get on your nerves? Right. Uh-uh. Let me take this away from you is right a, now. Is that a copy of a Sade CD? <laughs> I don't think you need a gun, son. Oh, he's playing Drake. Right. <laughs> Nothing was the same. I don't know, man. We can't be giving any. He pulls up to the driving range with Drake blasting in his car. He's like, <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. We don't give guns to your kind. <laughs> uh, if there's one thing ken levan has learned over the, the past 20 years is how to read people levan is a manager of the pennsylvania law enforcement officers association firing line indoor shooting range in north whitehall township the setup is similar to that of heritage guild in williams township where two 54 year old men have used guns to commit suicide since april by the way if i was gonna kill myself now I have to do it at this guy's place, right? Because <laughs> yeah. fuck this guy. Yeah. He's like, that shit wouldn't happen on my watch. I can tell the suicides when they walk in the door. I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'd walk in like fucking singing and shit. Like, hey, what's up, y'all? Let's do this. And I kill you myself. That new 45? Whoop, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holla if you hear me. You got some amphibious uh, guns or not? Let's go underwater with this shit. Um. LeVan said he refused service to customers at the firing line on several occasions because it didn't feel right. 
I wonder if uh not feeling right included uh not looking right them being black. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know what, son? This just don't feel right. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. Trayvon just happened. So uh you're yeah. gonna have to come back in six months, okay? Yeah, we don't want any revenge happening here, <laughs> sir. Yeah, get out. You look suicidal to me. Mm-hmm. Like, is it also because I'm black and wearing Nikes? No, you just mm-hmm. look suicidal. Get out. <laughs> he recalled one situation in which a man appeared nervous, pacing back and forth. He was soaking wet from perspiration. He turned the man away, avoiding what could have been a bad situation, he said. The gun range hadn't had any incident in the 28 years it's open. Uh, manager at the Heritage Guild, 70 Hilton, has declined to comment since the most recent suicide. Gregory Zadel of Bethlehem intentionally shot himself with a handgun in the range around 4.45 p.m. I feel like if that happens and you're in the gun range, uh, you should get your money back. You sure do. I think, too, if uh, if you got heritage in the name of your place, that that sounds like a racist word, right? Mm, it does sound a little racist-y. Yeah. Heritage well, Guild? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, they might as well say white people only. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you kill yourself ah. in the gun range, we should be able to string your body up as the dummy and shoot that shit instead of targets. Yes. I mean, you dead anyway, man. I want to see what it looks like in some real flesh impact. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, it ain't the same. Now, yeah. now they're hoping people come in and kill themselves. Oh, right. <laughs> like a bell goes off like, dee, 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 dee. we got another one, y'all. Bullets half off for the next half hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Suicide <laughs> people with the number. Oh, right. In line. Yeah. So crazy. So crazy. They should like put their number in the paper as like one digit off from the suicide hotline <laughs> oh like oh man that's so sad you want to come in and shoot a few man yeah it's okay we can uh, we can take care of that come on in yeah <laughs> i'll tell you what you really need is to get your hands on a gun of some type but uh anyway we got really shiny you ones know, too i'm surprised gun range don't have that sign like you know in the factory where when you're they're like no accidents for 29 days <laughs> right mm-hmm. Gun range should have something like that. <laughs> they, they probably just have a gun range sign that says, like, don't kill yourself, man. <laughs> well, I know in uh, in Edmonton, they had a, a waiver that you had to sign. And if you read it carefully, that if you step out of bounds with a pistol, the guys in the range have the right to gun you down. What? Yeah, like right there on the spot because they are in uh, in a, one of the largest malls in Canada. Right. So they don't want anybody getting out of that range and going on a, a shooting spree out in the mall. You got so a gun range at the mall. Oh, yeah. I could see that in Edmonton. It's called the Wild West Gun Range. <laughs> oh, Lord, what's the mall called? Wild and free? Right. It's, it's called- the West Edmonton Mall. And it's Shoot them up. West. Yeah, the mall, the mall's called Run. (laughs) Yeah, the mall, the mall is called Keep Your Black Ass Away From Here. Yeah. Um, so, uh, in April, Mark Murray of Alpha shot himself with a revolver, also at, at the indoor range. Each year, millions of people go to gun ranges. There are generally a few suicides. Um, the Trade Association for Firearms, oh, said Mike Bazinet, who is the spokesman for the National Shooting Sports Foundation. There are, from time to time, incidents of this sort at gun ranges, but they're very rare, he said. It's one of those rare tragedies. It's difficult for trained psychologists to determine if a person is suicidal, and the same goes for gun range employees, he said. There is rarely any way of knowing. Well, not according to that other dude. That other dude said he got the sense, dog. He can tell. Just the, the sense to know that them colors ain't going to be on his land. He's <laughs> got that insight. Wait a minute, yeah. you got dark skin. He <laughs> shake, shake that magic eight ball. I'm like, uh-oh. 
<laughs> Wait a minute. Nope. <laughs> Why do you say no every time you it's, shake it? Even, even when it says yes, he goes right. like, oh, hold on. Let me shake it again. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Nope. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Is this motherfucker going to kill himself? Could be possible. Oh, that's no, a, I don't like that a little answer. too close to yes, man. You got to go. Um, it's a tragedy whenever suicide occurs, Bazinet said. It is hurtful for the family and the range operators. We have great sympathy for both. The firing lane does not screen customers for suicide risk, but LeVan said he's learned how to read people's body movements and attitudes during his time as a manager. Yeah, you're not trained. Okay, get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, he said there's also cops. All, there's always cops there. So that should deter people from doing anything silly. Like uh, killing themselves if they already determined that's what they're going to do. Killing yourself. Sidle. Yeah. <laughs> and killing yourself seems like the least silly thing you can do. Like, that's pretty serious. Yeah. Like, shit is pretty serious at that point. No, I was like, ha, 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 check this out, guys. Just a goof. <laughs> like nah, you, you fucking you you've exhausted some avenues there, buddy. Um, so he says clients are excited or scared or everything all at once. Um, sometimes people say they can't relax, so he calms them down. He said by talking to them for twenty five minutes, you really get to know that you have to talk for twenty five minutes before you can get a gun. That's Jesus. How slow is business in this town? Really <laughs> slow. I can get one quick quicker at Walmart. Just go show my ID and buy it. Yeah. I, I I don't think he understands how a business arrangement works. I give you money, you give me a service. No wonder no one kills themselves. That no one's going. Yeah, that's yeah, like, I don't feel like talking to that old man for forty five minutes. Right. Talk. I want to shoot. Are right. you gonna go to Billy's uh, gun range there? No, no, I don't feel like talking. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. Yeah, I would go kill myself there, but shit, after talking to him, you want to kill yourself. <laughs> um, there's a. Uh, let me see what here. There, there's a lot of confusion in the insect uh, world these days. Okay. There are little, literally billions of insects, guys, that are having gay sex accidentally. It's an abomination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you say insects? Insects. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. did you say there are some, like, males who, like, grow female parts and stuff well, like that? Well, according to this... It's just a case of mistaken identity, like every Republican congressman in the bathroom. <laughs> Scientists researching the homosexual tendencies of billions of insects have concluded that it's all mistaken identity. Scientists are now claiming that the uh, long-observed practice... Can they speak insect? How do you know this? Yeah. I, How do you know they're not by They just watch insects? them. They just watch them and they go, that was a mistake. What if there's some that are on purpose where it's just like, oh, no, that's those guys are just gay. They got uh, insect gynecologists who are checking out the <laughs> private parts. Right. I'm assuming so. This the one the buzz come out with it's raining men. Oh, that one is gay right there. Sci- How did you know this? <laughs> Scientists are now claiming the long observed practice of insects and spiders of the same sex mating is actually accidental, despite up to eighty five percent of male insects engaging in homosexual acts. Instead, the bugs are in such a rush to reproduce one of the strongest evolutionary drives. They do not take time to inspect their potential mate's gender, often leading to same-sex mating. Man, insects are some freaks, man. <laughs> For real. It's like, damn, just takes two seconds to look down. I'm surprised there isn't, like, insect orgies going on. I mean, shit, there's billions of them. Yeah, there's obviously no foreplay going on. I mean, nope. that's how you find out. 
I mean, if you're an insect, you you have no time for foreplay because you don't know if somebody's going to stomp on you. And you only live some, for like 72 some bird hours. getting you. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, apparently they haven't evolved properly to discriminate in their mating choices. Or maybe, as I like to think, they're, they're way more evolved than us. <laughs> A lot more involved. They reviewed pa- past studies of 110 species of male insects and spiders and found there's almost no evolutionary advantage to insect homosexuality unlike birds and some mammals it is unclear what role evolution plays in this curious situation like heterosexual behavior it takes time and energy and can be dangerous and it lacks the potential payoff of procreation well maybe they just i think insects just have a really high sex drive and they just like try to get it in whenever they can it doesn't matter if you're male or female if if you're female then it hits do you know what Insects are like you got a hole. I'm sticking some shit in it. Like I, it's just that simple. Am I the only one who don't understand? Well, that? also, I mean, if some like female insects like kill the male after they fuck them, so they like sure do rip their heads off. And maybe it's it. like I just fuck these dudes, man. Like they ain't killing people. I, nobody's cutting my head off and eating me and shit for nutrition for the babies. <laughs> it is unclear what role evolution plays in this curious situation. Oh wait, insects and spiders mate quickly and dirty. Oh, dirty. Mm-hmm. just how I like it, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like well, they got the clean and the dirty version. I don't understand this. Maybe they had like some like interracial couplings, like <laughs> black well, the versions all Inter- pixelated, <laughs> right? <laughs> the the black widow, born. the black widow is probably pretty popular. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, intersexual. Relationship. Mm-hmm. Intersexual. <laughs> like, beat me. You're a spider and I'm a slug. It's a forbidden love. <laughs> the, I make the, it moist. Right. The cost, I, I already got the lubrication. Come on over here. Mm. The cost of taking the time to identify the gender of mates or the cost of hesitation appears to be greater than the cost of making some mistakes. Oh, mm-hmm. my. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Homosexual behavior may be gen- genomically linked to uh, being more active, a better forager, or a better competitor. So even though misidentifying mates isn't a desirable trait, it is part of the package of traits that leaves insects better adapted overall, says Dr. Sharf, who uh, watched a lot of bugs fuck in order to come up with that conclusion. Yes. <laughs> He's watching bug porn. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, do you like, get to know oh, their yeah. names? I mean, I don't understand this. It's like, suck them antennae. <laughs> oh lord no you're just gonna leave you're just gonna leave that thorax un- un- untouched come on man got to it get was up like in i there. seen them they fell out last week now they're yeah. back together again. <laughs> come on use all other all all of those seven arms you got <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's insects like oh sorry oh sorry oh, oh sorry oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah that's <laughs> a lady i gotcha <laughs> touch those mandibles Mm. <laughs> yeah oh don't come in her eight eyes <laughs> oh lord <laughs> that shit burns <laughs> right. that's a lot uh so sex among speaking of s- s- crazy sex that no one can uh figure out why sex among dementia patients spurs a call for policies that's right people at the old folks home have dementia but they also are having a lot of geriatric sex Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. And and what they don't talk about, STD rates and old people are through the ceiling. Yep. Yes. Now, what I'm thinking, though, how many of these people don't even have dementia, but they just don't want to talk about that time they hooked up with you? Right. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? So, like, like, I'm 70. I hope I got, they've been I'm diagnosed. 
So what's that again, Chloe? I'm 70. I got no time for this. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want a relationship. <laughs> I'm about no. to die soon. Who cares? I done had a wife. I done have kids. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> so um, some sex. It's yeah. like, when I took these Depends off last night and gave it to you, that was it for me. Ah! And I don't want to have to hold hands at the no, bingo table today. No, I, I have ba- I bathed my wife and all that shit. Uh-uh. It's time to be a free what if there's a crazy <laughs> understanding like that? It, like, like an underground. Just pretend to be crazy? Just no, but an understanding between old folks that you're like, you know. If the wrinkle's moist, like get so, it in. You know, you hear two old ladies. Hey, Christine. Yeah, Arlene. Did you try that? Jerry? Jerry's pretty good. <laughs> oh, Lord. I, like, no, really. Jerry has this skill, especially when he has a denture off. Mm. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And then it's probably like, it's, it's the young people that fuck it up because then we show up and like, Pops, they've been telling me that you've been having sex all over the place around here and it's fucking disgusting. You need to clean yourself up. What will mom think? And then he's like, I don't remember any of that, Billy. <laughs> oh. I'm married. Who is your mama? Must be my dementia kicking in. Daddy, is that you? This is the sixth bottle of penicillin I've had to buy you this month. Come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> You sure do remember your way back to these ladies' rooms at night. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know, what year is it? 1945? <laughs> Who are you? Right. <laughs> then they leave. It's like, the coast is clear. Let's get back to the fucking. <laughs> all right, everybody, pants off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, all, they all squatch down behind the oxygen machine. You know, they, you know, they got to be behind big shit. Just wrinkles of and orgies everywhere and shit. <laughs> yeah, they, they turn they have a, yeah, <laughs> turn up all the oxygen machine in the room. And yeah. Everybody breathes properly during the orgy. Everybody's like high, like they're on cocaine. They're like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fresh oxygen ah. <laughs> i need a hit of that i can't breathe no really i can't breathe <laughs> not because you're choking me either <laughs> yeah they got to change policies man so yeah folks are gonna have broken hips and shit come on let me cock blocking the shit out of these old people man <laughs> i feel like if i make it to 70 and i can still fuck man why not yes. as well yes i agree no <laughs> Although I won't lie, like I was kind of looking forward to like a relief of not having to fuck all the time, you know, like <laughs> a moment where a man is not controlled completely by his penis. Like I would like to experience that before I die, but it looks like and, it's not gonna happen. And these the, motherfuckers are still fucking, you know, and, and they got dementia and shit. You know, and, 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 <laughs> and, and, and that's what it is. They they can't remember the last time they did it, so they're just like, okay, I guess I gotta do this. I gotta do it again. Did did I have some last week? Last second? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Did I, I jerk just, off in the shower? I don't remember. I was just hoping I would get to a point in my life where I can just respect women as human beings and not even have to think about fucking them all the time. But that, that, it now it's like it, I'm still going to be 70. Like, look at those wrinkled old titties. <laughs> <laughs> mm, what I wouldn't do to that. Like, ugh. <laughs> can never turn this shit off, man. No. <laughs> and the thing about it is that old people still have sex. They don't have it as frequently. But what fucked that game up is the the pills that make the dick get hard. Because old women's like, shit, all my stuff is expired. It stopped working. <laughs> you know, the shop closed. And you're like, I want to fuck. And she looking at you like, why? Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe old women still like to get it in. I don't know the rules, man. I want I mean, to watch Price is right. Get out of here. Takes two to tango. They might be down, Karen. There might be some old freaks up in the down. Hey, look. Hoes get old, too. Okay? Yes, so everybody that sit around. Yes, they do now. Talk about all these women being hoes and shit. They gonna get old, and they probably still gonna want to fuck, man. What's wrong with that? That's true. 
And you can buy some lube, so it doesn't matter how dry it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you get her started. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we have clothes yeah, on. Yeah, what they... Oh, sorry. I said, yeah, what they fail to realize, the older you get, the more experience you get. She take them dentures off. You don't know what that thing do. I know. <laughs> we have clove on, so we have to talk about some controversial work stories or else I Uh-oh. feel like I failed. <laughs> um, they just, uh, had a, a lawsuit, uh, in the federal district court, uh, last week that ruled that Lehun Wong Lehun Wong, an intern at a TV broadcaster's name, Phoenix Satellite Television U.S., could not bring a sexual harassment claim under New York human rights laws because she was not paid, therefore not considered an employee. Whoa. She's an unpaid intern. So they don't get wages, they don't get benefits. And they obviously um, don't get rights. Right. Mm-hmm. And they don't get rights. So you can be like, uh, let me see them titties, unpaid intern. And that's not the same as workplace harassment because they're not actually getting any money for it. Um, but the employee that did it works for you, right? Apparently, yeah. She was a graduate student. I wonder what, does that guy get to keep his job? Like how, no. what does he feel like Monday morning? Like, hey, beat the case, right? And everybody's like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I bet you everybody there is just high-fiving him as he walks in. They're like, yeah, buddy, up top. Yeah. Uh, can she sue? Uh, she did. That's what this is about. She lost. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, she, she did sued. sue. She lost. It was, it was, they said that she cannot bring the suit. It was thrown out because she doesn't actually work there and get paid. Oh That's my some God. It's, uh, according I'm to so her, confused. according to her, she was a graduate student at Syracuse University in 2009 when she interned in the New York Bureau of Phoenix Satellite Television, the American subsidiary, uh, subsidiary of Hong Kong based media conglomerate Phoenix Media Group. In a lawsuit, she said the station's Washington DC bureau chief, Zing Hu Liu sexually harassed her after luring her to his hotel room on the pretext that he wanted to talk to her about her job performance and possibly of hiring her full time. Mm. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. What mm-hmm. was she wearing? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what time of night was it? Because then we know it's okay. That was stupid of her. I mean, yeah. come on. Well, she's an intern. Look- well, wait a minute. She's a graduate student, so she might be a little old enough to know it's something shady about it. You know, I think she was yeah, 22. Yeah, you're not calling me official. We not, we, you're not bringing me in somewhere at, on the office. But uh, at the same, grounds. at the same time, far be it from me to say at 22, I was fully mentally developed. That's true too now. And yeah. you might have tricked my 22 year old ass into doing some stupid shit like meeting you. Uh, out, out, yeah, there's some dumb, like, let's talk about this. And you show up and be like, why are my titties in your hand? <laughs> not seem appropriate at all. I did not sign up for this. <laughs> when the two were alone, Wong allegedly alleged that Liu threw his arms around the 22 year old intern, tried to kiss her and squeeze her buttocks with his left hand. After she refused to let him go any further and left the hotel, he said, she said Liu no longer expressed interest in permanently hiring her. Oh man, so he was he was really working it. He's trying to get those pixels waxed. <laughs> <laughs> New York Judge Kevin Castell ruled that Wong can't assert these uh claims because as an unpaid intern, she didn't have the status of an employee. That's ridiculous. But you still have rights as a human being. Well, right. I'm moving on because Clove didn't fall for that one. He <laughs> ruled on the side of the, of reasonableness. So that was her fault. Well, you yeah. call her an she, was, she was half naked. <laughs> yeah, she should be fired. 
I would have done the same thing. <laughs> Brander with the scarlet letter. Uh, a man was fired for aiding a woman in a Walmart parking lot. That's right, guys. Okay. Walmart tried to hire him back. He said, fuck y'all. I'm not coming back. I don't blame him. A Michigan man rejected an offer from Walmart stores to rehire him after he was fired for helping a woman who was being attacked in the store parking lot during his meal break. Christopher Oswald, 30, who worked night stocks and shelves at a Walmart store in Heartland Township, located northwest of Detroit, said on Friday that he does not feel safe going back to work. I believe my job was only offered to me because of the negative publicity they received. There is no way I can walk in as if uh, I was a new hire and everything should be okay. A spokeswoman from Walmart said the company has a strict policy against retaliation and offering an offer to accommodate Oswald with safety measures such as an escort to and from his vehicle into the store. His position is still open to him now. If he wants to come back to the store, we'd welcome him back, said the company spokeswoman. They trying not to get a lawsuit. She also said the company offered to reimburse his wages. All three to four dollars. Per hour. <laughs> um Walmart initially said Oswald's firing resulted from his violation of company policy that requires employees to alert store management and call police instead of intervening in dangerous situations. It's like, ah, oh, I'm being raped. Hold on while I alert my management. Then they can intervene in this dangerous situation. He's raping me right now. You keep hearing about these <laughs> these these companies that are that are firing people to, to that do the right thing morally in our society. Like you can like we had a, a story on the show one time where this this uh, lifeguard was fired because he saved somebody's life, and it was just because he was like twenty feet yeah. into a private property line. Mm-hmm. Like, are you kidding me? Yep, that's so crazy. You think these people will be heroes? But instead, it's like you, fuck you. You're fired. Yeah, because. Oh, and it's sad because the corporations are like, we got rules, we got regulations, you need to follow them, we don't want lawsuits. But it's one of those things where people die and you and you go, well, fuck you, we still follow our rules, we didn't get no lawsuits. But you like, we're, these are real human beings, or real people, and, and the right thing to do probably was to help. And it's one of those things where, where you're fired. And well, then, we'll go, go ahead, sweetie. Go ahead, Karen. No, and then you want to try to offer me my job back only because it got publicized? Yeah. How would it have looked if that woman had been raped? Right. Fucking parking lot. He just sat there eating his sandwich and shit. I'm on break. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll be back off of my break in like 30 minutes and I'll like let them know that you're being attacked. But I bet you should have did it when I was on the clock. I'm not working. Right. (laughs) Oh my God. The inconvenience of these customers, huh? (laughs) <laughs> uh, they always take, take, take. Yeah. Uh, you see them on my break. Now you want to get sexually assaulted. Shit. Uh, now it's my problem. I guess you expect me to do something. Yeah, stop wearing those bikinis to Walmart. How's that? <laughs> Oswald was sitting in his car around 2.30 a.m., October 13th, eating a sandwich, when he heard a woman scream. A man was sprawled on the hood of the woman's car. When she tried to pry him off the vehicle, he attacked her. Shit. Oswald said he confronted the man, who then began punching him in the head and threatening to kill him. He was able to subdue the man, but then two other men jumped him from behind. Local authorities arrived at the scene, quickly broke up the fight. Oswald said he's seeking therapy to work through the trauma of the attack. I'm being haunted by this incident because I'm not a violent person. All I did was what anyone should have done in that situation. And then Walmart was like, you're fired, motherfucker. What is wrong with you being a human being and shit on the clock? 
Right. I, you know, I can. We don't pay you to be a human being with morals. I can understand what he's saying because he's like he's thinking in his head. Okay, I'm doing the right thing, but nothing right is coming out of it. I but mean, I this happened with my brother when he tried yeah. to save that that woman from getting beaten by her man. But I don't think he was thinking. I think he was just reacting to what you know normal people react to. They right. see somebody getting hurt, they see violence happening, and they want to stop it. That's, What's he gonna do? Just stand there and like, come on. I'm I'm really tired of hearing about these these corporations that are not um, supporting their employees. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that that's that's terrible. Yeah, but our government says that companies are people. That's oh, right. right. The, what is it? The Fourteenth Fourteenth Amendment. Yeah. Oof. Well, there's people ain't shit. So I mean, it does keep in line with the uh, with, with that status quo. Yes, it does. Makes sense. But uh, yeah, man, it's just. That's super duper foul, man. Speaking of being super duper foul, it's time to play some games here, guys. Uh, the first one, as always, is, of course, fucking with black people. And the official holiday of fucking with black people is almost upon us. That's right. All Hallows Eve. Uh, let me uh, play that music. What is this? There we go. There you go. Hey. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. We actually got two contestants here on uh, fucking with black people today. Um, the first is uh, Double D Discounts. It's a, it's a, it's a store. Double D. We ain't talking about titties. No. <laughs> I just like to mention I that would sh- I would shop there. I'd like to mention that I have a natural ability to fuck with black people, so I have the advantage. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, th- this one we just rank from zero to one hundred, and uh, you guys aren't competing, but the actual we're grading the the scale of these people fucking with black people. Let's we do right. twenty five point a, increments. Yeah, I have a video here I can play, so let me see if I can play the audio of this, um, and we can we can gauge it together how much they fucked with black people. <laughs> and uh you know how many points they deserve uh and i'll put it in the chat also wow oh my gosh <laughs> dd's discounts in southwest houston offers bargain hunters a lot to choose from hold this and take a look at it but one item on the shelves here and you bought this here it's just sending the wrong message offers a choice none of the people we ran into wanted to make this is ridiculous this is garbage who brought this to your attention that's unacceptable total devastation i, I don't know what to say i'm appalled at this we purchased the sweatshirt at dd's for around eight dollars and then shared it with customers strolling in and out of the store i have three sons and definitely Definitely they can't wear that around me. Customers with strong opinions about an apparent how-to guide for making crack cocaine. Printed <gasps> on the shirt, an array of pictures along with the words, stack paper, say nothing. It's promoting something dope. A former drug dealer had plenty to say. It tasted so funny, that's for cooking cocaine. It got food on it. With, with former drug dealer, he's like, look, I know all these instructions. We don't need to be giving this to the kids. They're they pretty accurate. I like that he looked at it and was like, oh, yeah, that's this is a guy from making crack. Yeah, all these other people that weren't drug dealers that I interviewed, forget those people. Yeah, this is definitely crack. Mm-hmm. They even got the nutmeg on here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Powder and all that, that's for cooking crack. It's a crack shirt. And the shirt is not only sparking anger in a parking lot, 
It's fueling outrage all throughout this neighborhood. It's just absolutely shocking. Reggie Gordon is a local activist who tries to keep troubled kids from turning to crime. I want to know why would they allow this kind of stuff to be on their shelf if they have any respect for young people in the community? We wanted to pose the question to the storage manager. I have to have guys leave the property. Instead, a security guard asked us to leave. A corporate spokesperson later told us that the company was pulling the item from its store. It's an atrocity. An item some customers said was never a bargain at all. <laughs> oh man. Uh so yeah, they get a hundred, obviously. I don't really Yeah. See. Wow. Yeah, I don't really see anything. <laughs> they had the whole that. formula out. They were like a little pinch of this, a little pinch of that, you roll it up. I love too how they uh they said that they pulled it from the store. They didn't they didn't like pull it from their, their line of the other right. stores. They just pulled it from the stores where they got called bullshit on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But black dynamite, I sell crack in the community. Uh <laughs> Fashion's elite got good and blackface at a party in Milan last night. That's right, guys. Okay. Uh, Milan's annual Halloween week, uh, masquerade, uh, party took place last night. And, uh, all the people that, you know, Kanye West would love to support his fashion line said, let's do blackface this year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like shit, man. Um, the theme was disco Africa. <laughs> While many attendees kept it neutrally what's, jungle themed. What's the what's the correlation? Disco Africa? Africa black. Black face. I don't uh, know. Who yeah, a white person definitely got that name. Because I was like, Disco Africa, what the hell do they got to do with each other? Can you still go in blackface if it's disco South Africa? <laughs> uh I don't think you should, but you could. I mean white white people are fitting this shit into anywhere now. You might, you might get speared. Yeah, I think you could probably name the party like uh you know, Anglo Saxon Alaskan White Christmas and somebody gonna show up in blackface. Like what? Hey y'all, check out the irony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ain't this funny? I'm Mr. Hanky. <laughs> While many attendees kept it neutrally jungle themed, like Dolce and Gabbana, Stefano Gabbana, Stefano Gabbana, okay, pictured on the left in the other photos, Vogue's Japan editor, they, they, they didn't have to do it. Others took it to a pretty racially offensive place. The man in the middle who apparently took Disco Africa to mean minstrel show is reportedly designer Alessandro del Aqua. Uh, so yeah, 2009, they had some people do some blackface slave shit. So, uh, I'll give these people a hundred also. Good job, everybody. Oh, wow. Um, it's, you know, it's always good to see people, tis the season, as I say, for blackface. Right. Um, <laughs> let's get into the other game, of course. Let's play some Guess the Race. That's right, it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. Today's contestants on Guess the Race, the number one game show sweeping all the podcast land. We just go around reading and playing different articles for our guests, and we have them guess the race of the people involved. Today's guests are Clove and Shirley from Chonilla.com. You guys ready to play some Guess the Race? Yes, we are, Alex. I mean, Rod. We were practicing by saying some extra racist shit to each other this week. Awesome. Good. I warmed up. I'm assuming it was all sexual. And the chat room gets to play along. So chat room is extra racist, and uh, we'll have plenty of guesses. All right. It's a packed chat room, too. I don't know how many stories we're going to get through. 
a man was ordered to serve weekends in jail for athens penis shaking incident that's oh my uh judge last week ordered a man to spend three weekends in jail after he pleaded guilty to charges he ran naked around a west side athens apartment complex while shaking his penis ain't nothing wrong with a little wang shaking little little jimmy jiggling that's a tricky one that is tricky clifford eric atkinson 29 of bethlehem also pleaded guilty to damaging the car of a woman at the preserve of athens and fighting with an athens clark county police officer all with his penis when (laughs) right when arrested at the apartment complex uh atkinson was charged for shaking his penis at four women and a man oh not the man too he was like everybody get everybody get some of this penis looking <laughs> however, however the same day he was supposed to begin trial Atkinson pleaded guilty to just one count of public indecency and also one count of each of criminal damage damage to property and obstruction of a police officer prosecutors dismissed four other counts of public indecency athens clark uh county state court chief judge ethelin simpson sentenced Atkinson to serve three weekends in jail and make five hundred dollars in restitution for the car windshield he damaged Perform 40 hours of community service and serve 18 months of probation, making him get twice as much penalty as Chris Brown. Atkinson surrendered the, uh-huh. to authorities, judge, uh, to authorities Friday night to serve the first of his weekends in confinement. During the incident at the preserve on Athens, uh, police said Atkinson also made lewd comments to the arresting officer and shook his penis at him. Uh, this is a penis shaking fool, wasn't he? Uh-huh. <laughs> When struggling with the officer, it had to be placed in restraints and taken to the hospital. Did they strap the penis down too? I mean, every, I mean, everybody getting action. Penis restraints. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they put a penis hood on it. So right. <laughs> he told the officers that night that he had ingested hallucinogenic mushrooms and something called cracker hoe. Ah. <laughs> as part of this sentence. The judge ordered Atkinson to undergo substance abuse treatment to, and to submit, uh, to bi weekly drug and alcohol screens for the next two months, uh, to be allowed, to be followed by random screenings. After that, Atkinson had previously been barred from the preserve of Athens in March and was arrested in May for violating the ban. Um, so, uh, he's barred from the apartment complex again and ordered <laughs> to have no contact with the woman whose car he damaged. Guess the race of Mr. Clifford Eric Atkinson. This is Clifford Eric Atkinson in Athens, shaking his penis. The, I, and something tells me the penis is is huge, like like <laughs> in terms of it's the penis fault. So they were scared of the penis, hence the charges. If because if it was a you know white penis, I don't know if they'd be that scared. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm going to go with... It would have been cute if it was a white penis. It would just been like, oh, this is silly. Yeah. That's just Clifford doing his thing right. again. What, yeah, the stereotype of well-endowed... I say black. Mm. So Shirley's going black, Clove? I'm going to go white because, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. I can't remember who said it in the chat, but uh, Frank the Tank is sounding pretty uh, good right now. <laughs> All right. The chat room says, whiter than Storm Shadow. One who puts blackface on his Johnson thought it grew and couldn't wait to show everyone white. Oh, oh my. All I see is the men from Attack of the Street Pimps and Hollywood Shovel. Well, that's not a race, but I guess I'm going to say black because ain't no white people in that movie. Afros. <laughs> Afros. 
<laughs> you killed it him. He was my main man. I loved it, that dude. Oh, that's my movie. Uh, mushrooms and the cops didn't shoot him. White. Oh, snap. Horse hugger. Whiter than the spores on those mushrooms. Three names. Cracker. Weenie wiggling whitey. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Who said weenie wiggling whitey? That was Infrael. Infrael. Yeah, that's good. Aryan Stormtrooper swinging his lightsaber. Weekends in jail. Yeah, he white. Um, and there were a couple guests before. White milkshake, indecent exposure, and mushrooms, pale face, scared straight, Casper Winky, easy sentence. So, um. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad people brought it because, uh, I thought people might have been a little bit too scared to say some really racist shit because the first couple were just like white, white. Mm-hmm. I'm glad people brought it. <laughs> yeah, those are the people that want to get in first, and then other people are yeah. being more creative with their racism. The correct answer is uh, white. <laughs> but I think Shirley they got it black. wrong. Shirley was the only one. <laughs> the the bad news, Shirley, is you're in the hole. The good, the good news is you're not as racist as clothes. Um, <laughs> yes, I told ya. <laughs> a man who was 19 years old logged on to Facebook and shared his plot to kill his classmate. Oh, oh my. That is some white shit. <laughs> and all sip teen told a classmate through Facebook last week He'd been planning to kill him for a year and would shoot him at school. Not Thomas, for a year. Thomas Brashk, uh, Brash, I guess. I don't know how you pronounce this. 19 of Alsip had been, has been charged with disorderly conduct for threatening his fellow student at Shepherd High School in Palouse Heights. Uh, he appeared in bond court Sunday. Assistant State Attorney Anthony Gattuso said Brash, uh, was stopped immediately when he arrived at school Thursday. The day after the threat was allegedly made, he was taken to an office and searched. The school was alerted by several students who saw the threat online. Uh, he did not have a weapon when he was searched, but officials did find a phone where he alleged that he had stole from a Costco wholesale house. So there you go. Um, he, the team told the school staff he planned to kill his classmate and he allegedly told police he was going to bring a gun to school to pop the other student. He also knew he could get in trouble for posting the threat online. Um, this is the dumbest crime ever. Ever. <laughs> it's like, I know I could get in trouble. Why'd you fucking do it, man? <laughs> um, he's in charge with retail theft. Um, after he was caught on surveillance camera. I mean, uh, yeah, October 12th, stealing a Samsung Galaxy 4 phone from Costco. Um, he's being held on bond in lieu of $150,000 bail. So, what? Guess the race of Thomas Brashk. I'm going to say because the bail is so high yep. and he used the word pop, I'm yeah. going to say he's black. All right. What yeah. about you, Shirley? I say he has been jamming to too much Bob Marley white. <laughs> All right. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Uh, Trevor Phillips, illegitimate son. Aww. Whiter than the devil's reflection. 19 years old, still in high school, black. Sam's from Lean On Me. Yeah. You smoke crack, don't you, boy? Oh, Lord. <laughs> You're killing yourself. Well, don't do it slow. Do it expeditiously. Go ahead and jump. Jump. <laughs> uh, David Spade, white, dumb white boy. 
whiter than the crack his mom smokes oh my missed his morning adderall white Klebold and harris want to be bell means black one hundred and fifty thousand dollars black Nilla black folk don't put murder plans on facebook <laughs> high bell black 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 ball wait black bell white boy not saved by the bell oh honky and whoa 150 that uh that, that didn't say race there um i'm just as confused as this 19 year old as this 19 year old was white the correct answer is, is. guys it was a white dude Some people guess black. <laughs> All right, you guys are tied one to one already, man. Um, let's uh, let's let's go ahead and start the bonus round. Let's let's double these points. Wait, there we go. There you go. Double the points. Double the race. Double the points, double the race. That's right. It's the bonus round against the race where everything is worth double the points for double the racism. We have a hot game going into this round. One one. Chloe versus Shirley. Are you guys getting nervous? I'm taking notes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, same here. All right, here we go. They're getting serious. Uh, depending on who wins this, might not be any Chonilla shows for a week or two, guys. <laughs> Sorry about this. Um, let's talk about some fake police. Fake St. Paul cops busted by real cops, charges say. Oh my. The men identified themselves as police officers, pushed a man against a wall in downtown St. Paul late Friday and started to go through his pockets. <sighs> then a couple of real police officers happened to drive by. I wonder if they were doing it like, like some shit they watched on TV because they just I thought. I bet you. I'm like what are you eyeballing me son get up against that wall oh my like, cops can't do that spread your legs pockets <laughs> you have the right to remain uh <laughs> uh what was that they said right it sounded fool <laughs> so said uh so said criminal complaints filed monday in ramsey county district court charging tommy lee jordan and perry york uh Tommy Lee Jordan's 52, Perry York is 47. Take uh, to be doing this. They got charged with robbery. York and Jordan approached a 28-year-old man on the 300 block of Wabasha Street around 11.45 p.m. Friday, the complaint said. They asked for a cigarette. Then one identified himself <laughs> as a police officer, because you know how cops do that all the time, and told the victim to get his hands up against the wall, the complaint said. York and Jordan pushed the victim against the wall and began to go through his pockets taking his cigarettes. Two real St. Paul officers on patrol came by and intervened. Well, obviously these two dudes should have started making out. Uh, where, where is, uh, where is St. Paul? Uh, Minnesota, I believe. Yeah, Minnesota. Okay. But, uh, yeah, if they would have made out, they probably would have got away. Oh yeah, they wouldn't have paid. Nothing to see here. Get out of, beat it, lovebirds. <laughs> uh, after, after their arrest York and Jordan denied robbing the man Aww. and said they only asked for cigarettes and showed the victim photographs of naked women on their cell phones like real cops do <laughs> all the time uh, they're being held in um, on, in jail in lieu of $40,000 bail 
and could not be reached for comment uh guess the race of tommy lee jordan and perry york they are both the same race all right i'm gonna say <laughs> i got leave it you want, you want to go first i have like keywords like fake cops st paul minnesota york mm-hmm. and jordan cigarettes forty thousand dollar bail i say hmm they wear flip-flops all the time kind of white and what about you Chloe? i'm gonna say because they weren't charged with impersonating police officers and they were only charged with robbery and with the name tommy lee and being from st paul minnesota i'm also gonna say white all right cheese colored swans bacon bits ain't no black people in st paul Aww. <laughs> Aww. A handful of them out there. Harlem Knights just got gentrified white. Black Aww. men who are too old for this foolishness. Dark <laughs> man ex black. Black. Dementia suffering old white man buzzed off of Cialis. Must have watched Dudley <laughs> Do Right White. Chose. Uh, the cream cheese squad didn't have their crown royal black. Two who Aww. really wanted Newports. <laughs> <laughs> Vince Vaughn and Ben Stiller in The Watch and White. The correct answer <laughs> is black. Wow. Yeah, we got to do a picture that one. Some people did guess white, so. And you guys can go see the article. It's in the chat now. And I know people don't believe us. This is one of those ones when I saw it, I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No one's going to get this shit right. Yeah, there's a total of five of y'all out there, be cold. Yeah, all the people that did get it right, I'm just like, y'all motherfuckers must have like seen this already because nobody thought these niggas was black. I don't give a fuck who you were. All I kept hearing in my head was like, uh, you guys want to get up against the wall there and uh, give me your smokes, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> giving them new ports motherfucker if i would have said it like that everybody would be like oh yes black of course <laughs> um a kenner man was fired uh wait a kenner man fired shotgun a shotgun at his wife during an argument over dinner plans oh my <laughs> now look i'm sure every man can relate to this shit <laughs> so what do you want to eat i don't know what do you want to eat well you don't want to say you're hungry i am hungry you hungry you don't know what to eat I I don't know what I want to eat. What do you want to eat? It like I don't know. You the one told me you want to eat. I'm fine. You want to eat the front of this shotgun? Right. <laughs> eat these shells, motherfucker. Uh, 63, <laughs> a 63-year-old man from Kenner choked his wife and later fired a shotgun at her in an argument over what was for dinner. Oh, shit. He later claimed dementia and then fucked her sister. <laughs> but fortunately, Charles Gussett didn't hit his wife. When he took aim at her with a 12 gauge shotgun. Wow. With the blast damage a nearby neighbor's resident who had nothing to do with the shit. Oh shit. Well, the neighbor's house, neighbor's house, like, what, what? I know what I want for dinner. You ain't got to shoot me. <laughs> Gus's 53 year old wife of two years told police she and her husband had been arguing Friday evening at the residence. The woman told police she was sitting on her bed working on her laptop computer when he entered the bedroom and said, what's for dinner? The woman said she didn't know, and that set off Gusset. He slammed shut her laptop and choked her. The fight escalated until he grabbed a shotgun. Man, he must have been really hungry. (laughs) He must have been like, fuck your electronics, bitch. Yeah. 
like he this could be a really good snickers commercial <laughs> where it's played by chris brown and then he eats the snickers and turns back to his regular self <laughs> <laughs> there'll be no change now i want that snickers commercial so bad <laughs> <laughs> I want like an entire line of fucked up celebrity Snickers commercials. <laughs> it's like, you know when you don't eat, you turn into Charlie Sheen. <laughs> like two and coke off a few Winning. Ones. Right. <laughs> that shit would be so good, man. Yes. Oh, man. Well, you don't eat, you turn into DMX. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> you turn into Tom Sizemore. Right. <laughs> then, then they eat the shit and they turn back normal. Like, oh, I don't know what took what came over me. <laughs> oh my god, I was screaming faces there. I don't understand. Right. <laughs> Stop it, Roman Polanski. Get away from those kids. <laughs> Have a Snickers. Uh Gus's wife ran out of the house and into the street. He followed outside and pointed the gun at her. Gus's oh, wife shit. told police she ducked down near her car and heard a click. As she dashed across the street to a neighbor's house, she heard a shotgun blast. Frightened, Gusson's wife banged on the neighbor's front door and begged them to call the police. She then hid between two vehicles off as Gusset drove off to avoid authorities. Gusset was gone by the time Colonel Police arrived, and they arrested him Sunday when he returned home. <laughs> he had to come home, huh? Inside the house. Well, you wanted to get something that to medicine. Eat. You wanted to get something to eat. Inside the house, police found several other guns and ammunition. Police booked Gusset Sunday with attempted manslaughter, domestic abuse, battery, or aggravated criminal damage to property, and felony carrying an illegal weapon. He was still being held Monday at the Jefferson Parish Correctional Facility in Gretna without bond. Guess the race of Mr. Charles Gusset, Gusset, 63 years uh, old. Do you think he went hungry with that gun going, what do you want to eat? Mm-hmm. I can't shoot you. Hmm. G- Charles, that's his name, Charles Gusset? Charles Gusset. Mm-hmm. Okay. I say that Charles, you know how white people love mayo, bologna, and hamburger helper, and she mm. didn't have that ready? White. All right. So, yes. Clove, what about you? I am going to, for the sake of trying to get these points, going to say black. Oh, Ooh, char- oh plain- are you doing the dollar? Clove is playing the long game. I like it. <laughs> Someone's got to win. All right. The chat room says, NRA, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Saltine cracker with cheese. Oh, Lord. One who was possessed by the ghost of Ike Turner Black. Oh, my. Proud, flag-waving, trailer park honky. <laughs> by the way, how much pressure can dinner be in that house after this? Oh, my. Like that. You got to have an answer. Yeah, you just hear, like, the stomach rumbling, and it's like, whoa. <laughs> people are ducking under tables. <laughs> what? What's for dinner? McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> uh, run, kids run <laughs> George, Zim- George Zimmerman's cousin after finding nothing on neighborhood watch white entitled white man I meant James Brown oh, oh, I don't know what that's to uh, white bread banjo strumming pink toe taking out his Obama frustration on his old lady oh my get off my lawn white I said shotgun another ratchet old man cho <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Clint Eastwood from Grand Torino. Just, <laughs> just another day in the Clampett house. Ellie Mae was swimming in the cement pond. Old white people get married. Uh, only white people get married that old. Okay. So let's check. Let's see what it is here, guys. This is for all the marbles. Double the points. Double the race. The correct answer is, is black. Oh! 
Clove got it right. And Shirley got it, got it wrong. Shirley got it wrong. Post that one too. I don't think right, the chat room believe you. Yeah, I'll put the picture up there, guys. Um, I don't know uh, what seems so white about this crime, but uh, I'll I'll take you guys' word for it. I don't I don't know why everybody's baffled. I can't believe that you gotta you gotta prove it. Like, is there anybody in the chat that's going bullshit, man? Yeah. <laughs> bullshit. People, it happens all the time. Like, I was I like, I don't believe you. Post I was it. Sure, that was two white people. Um, now let's talk about something serious, guys. Okay talked about people beating their wives taking people's cigarettes and robbing them taking the dicks trying to kill try to kill people at school <laughs> but here's the real problem that's sweeping the globe sword ratchetness oh <laughs> hey an ornamental sword there is no such thing oh no it ain't they all cut an ornamental sword was the weapon that killed a young dad from church a crown court jury has been told Young son is never going to grow up with his father now because of sword ratchetness. A 30 centimeter blade damaged two veins and caused a massive bleed that led to the death of 21 year old Danny Jones, who suffered a single stab wound to the abdomen on April 24th. The evidence came on the first day of a two week murder trial, which started a Birmingham Crown Court, yes, started in Birmingham Crown Court yesterday. Richard Adam Reese of Lord Street, Ower Street, is charged with murdering Mr. Jones following an altercation in Lord Street and Oak Street Park. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, car park. So that's the parking lot if you're from overseas. Prosecutor Robert Price told the hearing Mr. Jones, a 21-year-old trainee accountant, died at the Royal Shrewsbury Hospital shortly after 10 p.m. on April 24th. He said that Reese, who lives with his partner at 14 month and a 14 month old daughter, have been on a friendly, have been on friendly terms with Mr. Jones and the pair have been drinking on the night of the incident. However, the situation changed quite dramatically when Reese made a comment about Mr. Jones's son. The fight spilled out into the street with Reese throwing a brick at Mr. Jones before returning to his home and coming back to the car park with a sword. The pair then fronted up to one another before Mr. Jones fell to the ground. Reese ran away from the scene and abandoned the blade in a neighbor's uh, garden. He was arrested in the early hours of the following morning, but the court heard that during that time he he contacted several people, including a text of one friend, which said he would not be in college the following day because he had murdered someone. He told himself. I know. Uh, well, sword arms are, are always the sharpest tools in the in the. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, that the, the tool they use is sharp, but they ain't sharp. Right um but yeah man even a blunt sword can kill take a father away from the kids people Mm. yeah i don't know why people believe it even a butter knife cuts Mm -hmm. Uh, people don't understand this shirley keeps a sword by the bed and i sleep with one eye open i'm just i do it's on my side (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) right by my head oh i will worry for you chloe (laughs) never know man i left it there because chloe when he went to uh when you went to new brunswick and uh and i can't remember the other halifax and halifax and so whenever clove takes these long trips and i'm on my own with the kids i have to you know i practice you know okay what makes sense where to have the sword so i can just pull it out in in case you know somebody tries to get in i got guns in the house Mm -hmm. same but you know what they have with guns gun ranges (laughs) now maybe you can go kill yourself at the gun range 
but i tell you what else you can do is get proficient with the fucking use of a gun there's no sword ranges (laughs) (laughs) shirley hasn't taken one sword class she just watched a couple episodes of highlander and is like i want a fucking sword by the side of my bed there can be only one (laughs) right the inspiration is from kill bill i I figured see Those <laughs> I could do it. Right, exactly. Is you know how hard it is to kill eighty eight Asian motherfuckers with one sword? It's impossible. <laughs> it's a fucking movie. <laughs> right, you gotta yeah. calm down. Yeah, I'm I'm she's giving, sor- giving swords to our little girls, like, okay, come at me. Right. <laughs> oh Lord. Just like now everything well. Now watch, everything's gonna turn black and white. <laughs> oh why, Lord. Clo- why isn't it working? Club gonna come back, the whole family gonna be having swords. <laughs> walk it off, walk it off. Oh this man! Bad idea, guys. I might get some mini swords for the late birthday. <laughs> oh no! No, I no, protest. Poor children, poor children. Well, um, look, man, check them out. Chonilla dot com. Like I said, man, the friends of the show, we mm-hmm. love them. Yes, very much. Uh, and uh, we always, you know, can't wait to talk to them again. Have them on the show, man. Took too long for this to happen. We'll make it happen again soon. Great. Um, and uh, you know, support them on their endeavors, man. They. You know, they support us, man, and I know that, uh, those guys have, uh, been down since way back. I remember when, uh, I met Shirley on, uh, the KATG message board. Yeah, and the, the funny. Post, posting our shows, like, hey, man, y'all should listen to our shit. And I'm like, listen to our shit. We black. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, shit, he's black. <laughs> so. Well, we got black in the name, and I remember the funny part, uh, was that, Roger was like, hey, it's this black lady that like our show. I think her husband's white. I was like, word? He was like, but I don't understand the name. Chonilla. I was like, chocolate and vanilla. He was like, oh, that's what it means. I was like, yes. Yeah. I was like, they should do something with that, man. <laughs> like, he white, she black. They should like put it in the title of the show. Karen's like, it's in the title of the show. I was like, oh, that's right. That's, that's a good hook. Um, but yeah, check us out, the Blackout Tips, uh, blackouttips.com, all that stuff. Um, don't forget, uh, adamandeve.com, use code TBGWT, get all your discounts. And, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, uh, if everything works right, our guest will be Chico Bean from, um, uh, Guy, MTV's Guy Court, um, uh, which, uh, is starting, uh, like November 9th. So we're actually ahead of the curve on this shit. So hopefully Ooh. the show blows up and people be like, God damn, y'all had Chico Bean. Um, <laughs> if not, then we'll just pretend like it wasn't a big deal, guys. And we'll keep moving. Um, and then Wednesday, we're actually going to have, um, Chill and Owen from, uh, Tastes Like Fried Chicken mm-hmm. on. So. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout outs to them. Mm-hmm. Get them on the street. Emily. Making that chow nilla money, man. We're gonna definitely uh get them out there working for you guys. So <laughs> until next time, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. <laughs>